Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Relationship Doctor. I'm Dr. Steven Snyder, and today I want to do something a little different. How many of you have seen the new Tom Hanks movie, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood? You know, the one where he plays children's TV host, Mr. Rogers? Okay, I see some hands. What did you think? My wife and I saw it last weekend, and I thought, I can't wait to talk about it with you all. Now, if you haven't seen It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood yet, what follows might be a bit of a spoiler, but I don't think it's a big one. One scene in particular kept coming back to me. Near the end of the movie, Mr. Rogers, played by Tom Hanks, is sitting with a family that he knows. One of the family members is confined to a sickbed, and we're told this person is actually close to death. At one point, the dying man says something about the fact that he probably won't be around much longer. Everyone falls into an uncomfortable silence. Except for Rogers, who launches into a little monologue about death. It's pretty weird. To die, Rogers says, is a very human thing. And anything that's human deserves to be mentioned. And anything that can be mentioned can be managed. At least that's what I think he said. But I might have been a bit distracted because of the tears in my eyes. The scene wasn't really sad. It was more about family togetherness than about death. So I wasn't sure what was making me react so strongly. I thought and thought about it for a long time. Finally, I realized the answer. It was love. Watching the movie, I had a sense of how it must have felt to be in Mr. Rogers' company and to feel loved by him. It was overwhelming. This strange man, who napped every afternoon and never seemed to be in a hurry and wore the same clothes on TV for 30-plus years, whose favorite number was 143 because... I has one letter, love has four letters, and you has three letters, so 143 spells I love you. This man was not afraid to love, even if that meant risking being laughed at or sounding weird, giving a lecture about death to a family that isn't really interested in hearing what he has to say until they feel the love in his voice. People everywhere reacted to Fred Rogers' love. Autistic children would speak words they'd never spoken before. In the movie, a little boy is shown visiting the set with his parents. The little boy is breathing through an oxygen vent. He's waving a lightsaber from Star Wars, as fiercely as a child can wave one while breathing through tubes in his nose. You must be very strong, Rogers says to him admiringly. I'll bet you're very strong on the inside, too. The boy puts away his lightsaber and gives Rogers an enormous hug. Does this kind of thing happen often? Asks the journalist who writes the article in Esquire magazine. Every single day, says the producer. 
The kind of love Rogers manifests in this movie isn't the kind that you and I usually talk about on this show. We're usually more concerned with romantic love, which the ancient Greeks, who liked to categorize all the different kinds of love, called eros. Passionate, possessive, all-consuming love for a single individual. The kind of love that Rogers demonstrated, the ancient Greeks would have called agape, or universal love. The hallmark of agape is a selfless concern for all creatures, including strangers who you don't even know. Rogers loved everyone, even animals. He was a vegetarian because, as he says in the movie, I could never eat any creature that had a mother. He didn't need to know anything else about you, the fact that you had a mother, that you exist, as he also says in the movie, because someone loved you into existence, tells him all he needs to know. Most people, it seems, are starving for this kind of love. It's not romantic, it's not erotic, and it's not familial. It's universal. It says, we're all in this together. Which, of course, is one of mankind's fondest dreams when we're feeling secure enough in our own skins to imagine it. In the movie, people recognize Rogers on the streets of New York, and they can't wait to come shake his hand. They're starving for his particular kind of love. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. As a child, Rogers was bullied by the neighborhood kids who nicknamed him Fat Freddy. This caused him a lot of pain, and he wasn't ashamed to talk about it. For 30-plus years on TV, Rogers taught the children who watched his show and any adults who happened to be in the room that bad feelings are acceptable. Sadness, anger, shame. They're just human feelings, which means they can be mentioned and managed. Most people who suffer as children don't develop the ability to love in the way Rogers did. To do that requires natural talent, of course, but it also takes years of practice in learning to pay attention. Rogers was an expert at paying attention. He never seemed to be in a hurry. When he was with you, he was with you in the moment, and he worked hard to be as non-judgmental as a human could be. Paying attention in the present moment, with as little judgment as possible, is something that today we call mindfulness. The ancients had no idea where the mind was actually located. The word they used for mind was heart. In many ancient languages, mind and heart mean the same thing. Before we have to stop today, I want to think with you about what else can we ordinary lovers learn from Rogers about how to love in the 21st century. Here's my short list. First, 
be simple. Rogers wore the same clothes on set for over 30 years, and the children loved him for it. The show's producers never asked him to change it up a little. Or if they did, he always said no. The intuition behind this, I think, was that children who are as attracted to what's new and glittering as the rest of us also crave what's simple, predictable, and routine. A bath, a regular bedtime, and a kiss goodnight, always in the same order. That's part of what makes them feel loved and secure. Next, be attentive. It takes a certain amount of effort to pay attention to another person, in the moment, without judgment. That's especially true when you're tired, preoccupied, or not very inspired. Rogers made it look easy, but my guess is his ability to pay careful attention to people was the result of years of disciplined effort. Next, as we couples therapists like to say, Acceptance is vitamin A for relationships. We all need lots of acceptance every day. We get judged all the time starting in childhood. A loving relationship should be a haven from all that. Rogers seemed to accept himself. I don't envision him looking in the mirror and saying, am I too weird? And the result for this was that he seemed to accept everyone else as well. And finally, be joyful. Rogers talked a lot about death, disability, and sadness. He wasn't afraid of these things. One thing that made it all tolerable was that he seemed to sincerely get a kick out of people. He enjoyed them. In a way, that's the best gift you can give someone. Just enjoy them. My advice, go see A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood if you haven't already. Even better, see it with someone you love. If you're like me, it will remind you of things you already kind of know, but that it's good to be reminded of. Like that everyone feels bad sometimes, and that this is nothing to be ashamed of. That there's a certain kind of universal love that we can all aspire to if we have the discipline for it. And that we're all here, as Rogers would have said, because someone loved us into existence. This kind of universal love is a strange and precious thing somewhat out of tune with our times. It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude, nor self-seeking, nor easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. This kind of love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Fred Rogers had many fine talents, but the greatest of these was love. What's your most pressing relationship question? Email it to me at relationshipdoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. You might even hear your question on the show. For more useful tips on getting more of what you need in a relationship and holding on to it once you get it, follow me on Twitter and Facebook. Check out my book, Love Worth Making, How to Have Ridiculously Great Sex in a Long-Lasting Relationship, and be sure to listen and subscribe to Relationship Doctor on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. All content here is for informational purposes only. This content does not replace the professional judgment of your own mental health provider. Life is a highway. 
and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.